Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Well, great morning, great morning, and welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. Uh, my name is Lisa Renee out of uh, the great state of Georgia, and I will be your host for the call this morning. Uh, and uh, just want to welcome our ladies, our queens that's at the table this morning. Good morning, uh, Miss Darlene West out of the great state of Ohio. Good morning, Miss Darlene. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you this morning? Marvelous, as they say. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for joining the table. We also have our uh, Queen Lady D, uh, Miss Deidre Gilliam, out of uh, our wonderful state of Georgia. And how are you this morning, um, Deidre, Miss Deidre. Good morning, ladies. I am doing so much better now that I have what a cup of coffee in my hands. <laughs> God is good. I know that's right. I know that's right. Uh, so we have, we're going to continue our discussion this morning on building your audience. People are watching, and you're building your audience, uh, the relationship resource. But before we get started, I wanted to ask um, my, uh, our sister, uh, Miss Deidre, if you can open us up with, uh, with a blessing. Absolutely, I will. Ladies, this is going to be a prayer. I just want to thank the Lord for waking us up this morning. And please, ladies, just close your eyes with me. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 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 And thank you for that. You know, that is one of the greatest prayers. And um, I think we we feel like we outgrow them um, <laughs> as children or, uh, you know, that's the prayer that we teach our children. But it has so much power. So thank you so much uh, for that, uh, Miss Deidre. And so moving on uh, to today's focus. Today's focus, we're going to focus on doubt versus defeat. Or doubt does not have to mean defeat. That's probably uh, 
that's probably the better way of, of saying is doubt doesn't have to mean defeat. But before we move into our focus, we had a little accountability question, um, and I was real curious to hear what people's thoughts were. And that accountability question was Steve Harvey always says with regards to success, there are always people watching you that have the power to bless you or curse you. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were uh, on that, and if that uh, quote, to some extent, you can relate to, or maybe there's, you know, maybe a two-minute story that you could share uh, that, you know, that you can relate to that quote. And I want to start with Ms. Darlene today. Ms. Darlene, do you feel that way? Do you feel that people are watching you and they have the power to either bless you or curse you? Yes, and that is very true. Because we don't know who is paying us attention. And sometimes we think smiling faces mean that they are for you. And sometimes that is not true. Um, like I said, as I took my journey on my job, my a lot of my smiling faces and those pat on the backs were not positive. And I didn't find out later on that they were a negative. I had a supervisor that just didn't like me. But he he racially didn't like me. But he couldn't, the way our city system and our civil services set up, he couldn't move me because I had more time than any of the secretaries in our department. And so... He, every morning he would speak to me and smile to me, but I didn't know he was going behind my back to my major, which was over our division. And so my major was for me. And all he said, give her a chance. Give her a challenge. Give her a task and see how she comes forth. Then you can make your move or, you know, come back to me. God blessed me, blew him out of the water. He gave me a task. And he said, I didn't expect it to be this in death. And I looked at him like, why not? So he was prejudging me for whatever reasons. I don't really know. We never discussed that. But that's, that is true. You got people that are watching you, and they do have that ability. So that was my experience. So they, it is true. Bless you or curse you, and you will never know. Thank you so much for that, Ms. Darlene. And, um, you know, just, just to add, you, you know, you said, you know, yes, people are watching you. They have the power to uh, bless you or curse you. And so, so if you're confident that you're walking in your, you know, authentic self, as Deidre would say, um, you know, you can be confident that if someone is out to, to do you harm, you, you're, you're putting your first, you're putting your best character forward. So that's, that's, that's the thing that we want to focus on is, you know, um, you know, what character are you showing, you know, uh, for this? This is an audience that you're building, and there's always going to be naysayers and all of that that's, that's in, um, 
that's watching you as well. But as long as you're putting your best forward, that's not the audience. That's not your, your audience of strength that you're actually building. But yes, Miss Miss um, Miss Deidre, um, can you relate to um, uh, uh, an experience that you can, um, you know, that you can affiliate with this with this quote? Well, when I first heard the accountability task yesterday, and, and even as I thought about it, what, what it, what the first thing that came to my mind was that everyone is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, or that you can't impart into everyone, and everyone is not cheering for your success. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of, in that sentence, there are always people watching you that have the power to bless you or curse you. That is true, but I guess I don't see it as them having the power to bless or curse me so much as where do I direct my attention. And if Mm -hmm. I direct it towards that person who is not for me, so to speak, and Mm -hmm. feed into that energy, then they take away my power. But if I feed myself and plug myself into people who are truly for me, then I can... uh, become empowered by, by what they're feeding to me. And I guess if, if I had to select an experience, not a specific one, but at least one that started me on this path of thinking, is I remember when, when I was married. And uh, towards the end of my marriage, there were some things that happened um, outside of the relationship that impacted the relationship. And it was these were some... Uh, I'll use the word tragic things, and I realized that there were people who were pleased that these things were happening to me and my family, Uh, Mm. that they were, you know, they took satisfaction from seeing me go through these tribulations, and that really rocked me because at the time and at the state of mind that I was in, I was like, wow, what have I done to deserve such glee over my circumstances, these negative circumstances. And it was then that I that I realized that I could not trust that the folks in my circle at that time were really for me. So I think that really began my awareness of you can't share everything with everyone because everyone does not have good intentions and how I had to really rely on my radar to tell me, whose energy was energy that I could feed off of to help motivate me and whose energy I just had to stay away from because I did not want them to have the power to bless or to curse me. Oh, my goodness. Let me see. Uh, Where am I? Okay, I wanted to make sure that I was definitely not on mute. My sisters, my sisters, you have really hit the nail on the head with both of your responses and that uh, Deidre that is definitely where I'm heading today that's where I'm heading today is because we have to be reminded that we have to be reminded about being a busybody You know what? And it's so funny because, and I use that, I use that quote, I use that word, and and I know we kind of come from the same era. I had uh, a younger friend that had uh, 
had called me maybe about a week ago and um she is actually, you know, pushing herself to go higher in her career and 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 she's very very ambitious. But she had but she shared this with someone in her circle. Now, this is what we're talking about when you talk about building an audience because sometimes we're just being a social butterfly. Okay? And 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 if you People don't understand when butterflies are flying around, they are busy, they are working, they are intentional. But we use that word social butterfly, and, and you know, and it can be positive, but um, anyway, so her, her friend said, you know what, you just need to stay put, you know, you, 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 you're here, you're there, you just got your degree, you just did this, you're just being a busybody. I, no, she said, I realize that you're just a busybody. So I told her, for one, that was an insult. Because um, a busybody is really a, about just just being around in, in, in other people's business or just sharing your business for no reason. And I really love how you said that, you know, at that time, there were people that saw gratification in your pain. And it made you realize that you had at that time given them the power to bless or to curse you, but then you took that power back and realized that you can't share everything with everyone. And I am definitely in that space right now because of the things that I have been experiencing. You know, when things are going well, you kind of don't know where you need to perfect yourself. But when things are going rocky, it, it really shows who you are. And it has showed me who I was or who I had become. And I had become this busybody, uh, basically sharing information with people. I gave them the, the power to bless or to curse me kind of knowing what their character is before I open my mouth. And so you are right. You have to be careful what is your intention when you share uh, what challenges that you're going through. What is, what, is, what is your intent? Is your intent just to, to whine or complain? Is your intent to, to, to use that relationship as a resource, like wisdom? Can you, can you direct me in the path? What is your intent? And that's real important, and it's real important to uh, think about building an audience of strength. And, of course, a lot of us call that your circle of influence. There's different words for it, uh, your circle of influence. And if that person is not your part of your circle of influence, you have to be careful about what you share. And uh, we're going to focus on uh, today doubt um, doesn't have to mean defeat. Okay, so I'm gonna change that versus doubt, uh, doubt versus uh, defeat. And so, what is doubt? And see, I have been trained that doubt is a is a wicked word. It's it's a it's a word of failure, or it, it's a word of uh, of uh, it, it's it, it's not being faithful because you have doubt. Uh, you know, um, and you hear and people use it in that instance. So I dug into doubt. Uh, what is doubt? Doubt is a feeling of uncertainty. It can mean fear. 
It can mean lack of confidence uh, in someone or ability to succeed, um, or to perform. It can be a negative emotion, but it's also a cognitive process. Okay, so that adds a little difference to uh, what we look at doubt, uh, but it can be necessary. It can be, uh, as Ms. Darlene said, a detour that you need to do. Um, some people use the word benefit of a doubt, and benefit of a doubt is believe even if you're not sure of the outcome. Um, doubt is normal, but when doubt becomes a defeat, it's a choice. So I want to first ask, what do you feel about that definition? Have you looked at doubt in that way? Um, so I'm going to go backwards. Ms. Deidre, how do you look at doubt? Girl, I could not write down fast enough when you were given the different definitions of doubt. Not my coffee. <laughs> because I, I, all of those things, all, all, all of those things, you said you've always looked at doubt as a wicked word. I, 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 I won't say a wicked word, but, yeah, not, not a good thing. I've always looked at doubt as hesitation uncertainty, lack of confidence, um, I, I do see it as a, as a negative emotion because it, if I have doubt, I stop. It, 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 it's a limitation. And so when you were saying that it is a cognitive process, I was like, hmm, and that it can be necessary, hmm. And it means when you said believe when you're not sure of the outcome. And, and I, I think I'm going to land on... I'm going to land on cognitive process. It can be necessary to detour and especially believing when you're not sure of the outcome so that doubt, so that I can use that I won't beat myself up when I have doubts. Thank that's, you. That's the thing. I won't beat myself up when I have doubts because it is normal. There is a difference between doubt and fear. Doubt mm -hmm. can keep you moving, but fear will stop you in your tracks. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Miss Darlene, how do you feel about that definition? Did did something wake you up in your senses? Did something free you, or how, how did you feel about uh, when I read that uh, that definition of doubt? Well, when I was listening to you as you was giving you different definitions. I remember at one time in my life when I started doubting, I did. I was beating up on myself because I wanted to move forward, but I had all these insecurities in me. It would stop me, and then I would sink like quicksand. But now when I receive a doubt, I stand still. And I said, Lord, are you speaking to me? Am I supposed to see something that right now in the midst of how I'm feeling, I'm not seeing? So I cry out to him to help me when I'm feeling like that because if it's coming, I feel he uses it to stop me. 
and it's not it's not so much a detour, but it could prevent me from stepping into something that I'm not supposed to step into. And so if I keep him in the forefront of my life in that mindset, it navigates me through a lot of unnecessary detours or stop me from being part of something that I thought might be good, but he put a halt on it. So I have a different concept right now in my season of life because mm-hmm. I have learned and I've been through. So that that is my take. Absolutely. And, and, and thank you because you have basically um, have given a balance of defeat does not have, I mean, doubt does not have to lead to defeat. And that's exactly what you just said. You said that, you know, as time has gone, doubt used to stop you in your tracks, which means it used to lean on that definition of fear a feeling of uncertainty and fear, a lack of confidence. You said that, uh, the the ability to go forward and it would just stop you. But you've grown in that and said, okay, you, you, this may be a halt. Lord, is, are you speaking to me? I need you to direct me. Uh, I need you to tell me which way to go because I am feeling uh, um, some uncertainty and I don't, I don't know if this means that I need to stop and, and stop what I'm doing and go in another direction. It, it means that I need to seek you. So doubt does not have to necessarily lead to defeat, but that is kind of what we have, have done in a lot of different areas. In some areas we push, um, we push forward. So, so I want to put a, um, a question of transparency, and this is only if you're comfortable in sharing, because uh, this is Walking in Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> is there an area in your life that you can share that you still struggle with doubt and that doubt could possibly have, um, can possibly lead to defeat. Now, if you're struggling with doubt but you're still pushing forward, I would love to hear that also. Um, So um, I want to start with you, Ms. D. Um, Is there an area in your life that you would like to share with the table that you still struggle with doubt uh, and it could possibly lead to defeat um, or that you're still pushing through? Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I still struggle. I am doubting whether or not my concept of visual ventures and what I am offering is the right vehicle for me to fulfill the purpose that the Lord has for my life. Every day and just yesterday, I have doubts that this is the way that I'm supposed to be fulfilling my purpose. Now, in who the Lord has designed me to be, I know that there are other areas of my life that I walk in that purpose, and I have no hesitation. I have no doubts that that is the way that I am to do it. But in this area that means so much to me that I've seen so much growth in my own individual self, I just don't know if this is the way or, or, or I don't know this is visual ventures is what I am supposed to be doing. And just now 
I, I took down what Ms. Darlene said, and, 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 and this is what I need to really amp up in my life. Benefit of doubt, that term, she said, seeking the Lord to ask, is this the direction you want me to move? And, and, and I need to, to really, I really need to, to focus on that because that, I believe, is where I, I know that's where I'll get my answers from. And, and, and you know, if I really am receptive to, to what the Spirit is telling me, I will know if this is the path that I am to take to share my gifts and walk in my purpose. So, yes, that, that is my biggest area of, of doubt right now that, that, that is so personal to me because it is so personal to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that. And I am going to pin that on my uh, parking lot because I want to revisit that. Ms. Darlene, is there an area in your life that you can share that you still struggle with doubt that could possibly lead to defeat or that you're still just pushing forward through? Well, for me, when I know that I am on the track, I have longevity in the area. Mm. Like, for my job, I was like, Number 11, when they called for me to this job. And when I went on this job, we had a 90-day, you know, a trial period. And every, it was five black women that came in at the same time. Out of that five, I was the only one that was blessed to stay. And I looked around me, and I said, okay, Lord. He planted me. That, that, that's what I had to understand. He set my life on a path that was going to take care of me for the rest of my life. And if I wasn't careful listening to people, girl, you can get a job over here making this type of money. You can get a job over here making this type of money. If I would have listened to other people, I would have stepped out of the boundaries of my anointing and my future because the process was really shaky. The atmosphere was really, I ain't going to say hateful, but you had to have a strong demeanor to deal with it. And, and like I said, if I'd have stepped out, I'd have lost all of my blessings. I'm getting ready to leave this job with all full benefits. Who does that? That's not in this society anymore where you can leave a job with full benefits. So all I'm just trying to say is God gives you things right then and there. And sometimes with the busyness of listening, so even your inner circle and other people can either lead you away from your blessings or allow you to stay within your blessings. Is that making sense? I hope it did. Of course it did, Miss Darlene. Why don't you just take over the call? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even need to come behind that. I may just mess that up. <laughs> Ms. Darlene, 
always does this. You know, I just need to share my seat when I'm sitting in there. <laughs> Ms. Darlene, you said exactly, I'm going to pull that thing from the parking lot. You said the exact thing that is in my notes. I don't know if I shared them with you, but oh, because, wow. you're, because, you're, because you're in the spirit, that is what doubt does. Doubt, I want you to look at doubt in a different type of way. I want you to look at it as a cognitive process. I want you to look at it with the word benefit in front of it. Do you give yourself benefit of a doubt in this area? Yes. Or do you not? Because what we do, what has happened is that word benefit of the doubt has always been external. We've always used that as external. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give him benefit of the doubt. Well, you have to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Ms. Darlene, you said it best. You said you looked around, and that could have intimidated you. There was a little doubt. Oh, it's only such and such and such and such. Hmm. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to stay put. It may be shaky. It may not look right. There may be outside sources that say, hey, um, Hmm, you scheduled another workshop? Um, do you have any people um, that's registered? Hey, um, you know, um, ha have you sold any art? You, you, you got all this art here and nobody has uh, done this? Or I have this one painting I've been working on this, this nose <laughs> for, the, for the longest, and I have doubted myself. Matter of fact, uh, Deidre, you just finished saying that to me just not too long ago. Do you still doubt your um, your talent? And, and and I didn't even open my mouth. I guess my eyes said yes, I do. And you said why? Because I didn't I didn't move my mouth <laughs> <laughs> when you said that. And so we have to start giving ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And Ms. Darling said it best. Even when the process looks shaky, you know that this is where the Lord, because you have that peace. If you don't have peace, that may be different. But Ms. Darlene said, people said, you should come over here. You should come over here. She had peace where she was standing, even though it didn't look like that's what she needed to do. I had the same piece when people were telling me I needed to come back to New York. And there was things that was going on. There was things that was going on, like me and my husband, we couldn't find a job, and, 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 and we couldn't pay the rent sometimes, and this and that. But I still had peace that I was where I was supposed to be, even though it didn't look the way I, the expectation, let's go back to that. Even though it didn't look like the expectation I had set, I kept walking in expectancy that the even though it may not look the way I have set the expectation, I am going to believe through the process. And doubt is just a cognitive process just for me to, uh, um, to, to just weigh it out. But doubt does not have to lead to defeat because your audience is waiting on you, is waiting on the testimony. And so you have to be careful what you show your audience. So, so if you're constantly showing your audience that you don't even believe in yourself, they're not going to believe in you either. They're following your footsteps. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, ladies. And our, 
our Q and A. Uh, we we ran out of time, and we had some great conversation this morning. I really thank y'all. Y'all have woke me up, and I'm just going to leave mm. that next question to open up tomorrow. How can doubt have an impact on you building an audience of strength and resourceful relationships? So that's what we're going to open up with tomorrow. We're going to have a different focus on tomorrow, but we're going to start with this question. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, ladies. Tomorrow is Thank Triumph you. Thursday. You. Yes. <laughs> Triumph Thursday. And Ms. Darlene, Ms. Darlene, Ms. Darlene, um, before we uh, do the closeout, I want to give recognition um, uh, to the reference of today's focus was uh, Patrice Washington in her Redefining Wealth podcast. Uh, this uh, podcast was called Doubt Doesn't Mean Don't Do It. And I will send the link. I would love for you ladies to listen to that on uh, your okay. spare time so it can uh, kind of uh, – kind of fill in any kind of blanks or just, you know, just kind of let you know where we were going today. But she was uh, the reference segment uh, for today's focus. Ms. Darlene, can you close us out in a prayer or affirmation, please? Yes, thank you, ladies. Oh, gracious Father, we just thank you. Because in the midst of this morning, you were there. You were encouraging us. You were showing us how much we have grown. You were showing us how much you loved us and protect us. And even though we went through, you brought us up to where we are your queens. Shown to the world how you have elevated us. And we just thank you for your mercy and your grace upon our lives. As we go out this day, may we continue to realize who we are in you and that we will shine like the diamonds on a fine ring so everybody will know that you live in and through us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name, amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ms. Darling. So that does end our call for today. Everyone have a blessed and prosperous day. See you, hear you on the call tomorrow. Again, this is Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Instagram at Table Talk P5 Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again. Oh,